0: (laughs) Welcome to the Lion's Den. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, um, welcome to the first episode of the Lion's Den. Um, a little different sort of a show. It's got a little bit of everything in it. Um... We'll have segments of uh, movie reviews, um, poetry, and um, some up-to-date news, and other various things to talk about. Um, But we'll go ahead and get started with the uh, movie reviews. Real time. Real time. I'll <laughs> um, we'll start with uh, a movie called Dark Passage. I just watched this the other day. It's uh, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren McCall. The description of it goes like this. Vincent Perry's been framed, wrongly convicted of murdering his wife, Perry which is Humphrey Bogart busts out of San Quentin and heads for San Francisco determined to clear himself once there he takes shelter with Irene Jansen which is Lauren Bacall a young woman who believes his story and wants to help undergoing extensive plastic surgery Perry drastically changes his appearance but not his mission hidden by his new face Perry evades blackmailers double crossers and the cops in a final desperate effort to find the real killer for the killer finds him Anyway, it's a really good movie. Um, Hour and 46 minutes long. Done in 1947. And uh, Leonard Maltin said it's an an engrossing caper. I recommend it 100%. Anything with Lauren McCall and Humphrey Bogart, I recommend. Um, So that's our movie review for today. Be sure to check that out. Dark Passage. Okay. Um, this is, seeing as how this is the first, uh, episode, may as well introduce myself somewhat. My name's Daniel, hence the whole Lion's Den thing. Um, yeah, I'm into a lot of old things, old movies, old books, old cars. Um, that doesn't mean that everything on this show is old. Um. Obviously, the news wouldn't do you much good if it were old. Um, but I thought, you know, everybody gives a movie review of movies that are coming out, but there's a lot of movies out there that are worth watching that nobody knows about, and um, they're really good. And, you know, if it wasn't for those, we wouldn't have what we have nowadays. So, um, yeah. Every episode i will have a review of a different old movie, usually from the 40s or before. Um, Nothing after that. Hopefully. Anyway. um, Try and get some music up on here too. Some of that pod safe music. Um, And. uh, Yeah. Other various things. Um, The next segment. Is. The poetry corner. For the intellectual. Um, We'll have a short reading of poetry. Mostly. What I've written, um, but of course, I will read other oh, world poetry too. A lot of good stuff out there for the romantic in any of you. Um, yup So let's get to that. The poetry corner. Okay, the first one here is called "Fade Away," written by myself. It's your smile that lights the day. I never knew just what you meant to me it's how you look it's what you say i never thought you'd be so good for me and so time passes and it fades and we're left here all alone but it's us and that's all we wanted look how much our love has grown tonight my love tonight i love you i'll never leave you i'll never go forever my love forever i'll love you just you and you alone we've grown together and made it here not so much left to get it's near time to go to better places. I'm so glad it's you I met. And as we fade out of time and I hold you close to me reminding each other of the times we shared and where we're going to be <laughs> Today's word is emollient, emollient, e-m-o-l-l-i-e-n-t, it's a noun, something that softens or smooths, emollient. Okay, you know what that means? Well, you probably don't, but you can usually tell by that sort of music. It's news time. That's right. It's time for the three-minute updates. First one, the study. Tofu, oatmeal, they lower cholesterol, apparently. According to the Associated Press, Toronto, maybe your doctor should write up a grocery list to help lower your cholesterol, suggests a small study that showed a rigid diet seemed as effective as cholesterol-lowering lowering pills. Of course, sticking to that diet may not be easy. As quoted, people interested in lowering their cholesterol should probably acquire a taste for tofu and oatmeal, said study co-author David Jenkins of the University of Toronto. The study, published this month in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, was funded in part by almond promoters and a major food company. Why would you promote almonds? Anyway, Jenkins, Canadian Research Chair in Metabolism and Nutrition at uh, uh, Toronto, and Dr. Cyril Kendall, also of the University of Toronto, studied 55 middle-aged men and women who had high cholesterol and were at risk for heart disease. The participants were already on a heart-healthy diet. They were then prescribed a diet that includes more specific foods such as raw almonds, ah, that explains it, tofu, and other soy foods viscous fibers such as oatmeal, barley, okra, and eggplant, and plant-sterile-enriched margarine. After a year, the group who stuck faithfully to the new eating plan lowered their cholesterol by an average of 29%. Jenkins said the rate was comparable to results from participants who had taken a... what? Something. Statin drug for one month before starting the, dra- the diet, as well as general studies of patients on such drugs. Uh, yep. ah. The group of participants who did not follow the diet, as strictly, still lower their cholesterol by 10% to 20%, quote, that's still pretty good, and the point is, the more closely you follow the diet, the better you do, said Kendall. Cholesterol for those who didn't stick to the new diet remained about the same. Cholesterol, for those who didn't stick to the new diet, remain about the same. The soy, nut, and fiber diet is promoted by the Almond Board of California, which helped fund the study along with Unilever. Unilever makes take-control margarine, a cholesterol-lowering spread that's available in the U.S., Europe, and Australia, but not Canada. The diet includes low fat dairy products, smaller portions of lean meats and skinless poultry, and substituting soy products for animal foods when possible. The more dieters combined foods rich in viscous fiber, oat bran, barley, okra, and eggplant, as well as raw almonds, peanuts, and walnuts, the more their cholesterol dropped. According to the study, Dr. Alice H. Lichtenstein, a professor of Public Health and Nutrition at Tufts University in Boston, said the study was scientifically solid. But the diet was so strict, she believes most, most North Americans uh, would find it hard to follow in the real world. No joke. Quote, it's a great diet, and they started with a very motivated group of individuals who were used to consuming a low-fat or vegetarian diet, Lichtenstein said in a telephone interview. But I think that for the general population, we have to be realistic. And it's likely that they're going to be able to adhere to something like this. Oh, and it's unlikely. Uh, That mindset is what Jenkins hopes to change. The real world is, quote, a relatively hostile place, end quote. When it comes to healthy eating, he said, "Um, we're asking people to buck the trend. There you go. That has to do with diets and healthy things. Um, What else do we have here? Um, bird flu. News on bird flu? Anybody worried about that? Let's see what they have to say. Also from the Associated Press, Egyptian woman died of bird flu. Woman. Singular, not plural. Not a huge epidemic. Cairo, Egypt. Initial tests at a U.S. Navy lab show that a 35-year-old woman who died this week in Egypt had bird flu. Officials said Saturday, if the results are confirmed, she would be the country's first known human death of the disease. First known. Not billions. In Israel, vets on Saturday slaughtered thousands of turkeys, suspected of having the deadly H5N1 strain of bird flu, trying to prevent the disease. Oh, man spreading throughout the Holy Land. Late Saturday, Israel Channel 2 TV reported the deadly strain had been officially confirmed at one of four suspected locations. Final test results for the other farming communities are expected early next week. In Egypt, the Cairo lab found that the woman who died Friday had the H5N1 strain. Lab spokesman Andrew Stiegel said, the World Health Organization, WHO, Will conduct further tests in an effort to confirm the findings, said Hassan El Bushra, the WHO's regional advisor for emerging diseases. A number of people who came in contact with the woman are also being tested, El Bushra ta- told the Associated Press. Um, he would not say how many people were being tested or whether they showed any symptoms of bird flu. El Bushra said the additional testing would be done by a lab in London or Atlanta. Uh, but he could not say when results would be available. Egypt's health minister, Hatem El-Gabali, said earlier that the woman from the area of Qalyubia, I don't know, north of Cairo, was raising poultry at her home and some of her birds also died, according to the official news agency, MENA. Police identified the woman as Amal Mohammed Ismail... And said she was hospitalized in the regional capital, Kaliub, about two weeks ago. She subsequently was transferred to Kairos Fevers Hospital, um, where she died. If I'm not pronouncing these words right, it doesn't matter. Um. Yup. Ismail's home since has been sealed off, police said. The H5N1 strain of bird flu has killed or forced the slaughter of tens of millions of chickens and ducks across Asia since 2003 and recently spread to Europe, Africa, and the Middle East. Health officials fear H5N1 could evolve into a virus that can be uh, transmitted easily between people, potentially triggering a global pandemic. Global pandemic. That has not happened yet, but at least 98 people, excluding the Egyptian woman, have died from the disease worldwide, two-thirds of them in Indonesia and Vietnam, according to WHO figures. If this case is confirmed, Egypt would join Turkey and Iraq as the only countries in the Middle East where humans have died of the virus, although birds in several countries have been afflicted. At least four people in Turkey and two in Iraq have died of the virus. Official confirmation of Egypt's first cases of H5N1 in poultry last month sparked a slaughter at poultry farms across the country. Prime Minister Ahmed Nazif urged Egyptians to halt the practice of raising birds at their homes. Raising pigeons and chickens on residential rooftops, apartment balconies, or yards for household consumption or for income is a prevalent practice in Egyptian urban areas. Reports that people were throwing birds who had died of the disease into the Nile River caused widespread panic. Well, that's brilliant. Leading to a rush on bottled water and official pleas that people turn over dead birds to authorities. Public fears were further stoked. February 19th, when authorities shut the Cairo Zoo, which is flanked by residential areas, it remains closed. The virus also has affected sellers of live fowl. Ha. Well, there you go. So you got a health news thing there, and you got one that's not so healthy. And that finishes up our three-minute update, which I think actually went way over, but that concludes the news. Okay, um. This is time for a segment called Reminisce. Yeah, real original. Um. Yeah, I'll jump back in time here. Does anybody remember the show Perfect Strangers? Larry and Valkyrie. Yeah, probably the best show. Um, Family oriented, anyway. They used to play back on TDIF Um. That show was pretty freaking hilarious. Um, yeah. Yep, 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 and what else? Yeah, I know that segment had nothing to do with anything, but, you know, that's what it's for. Just a brief glimpse into the past, you know. Take a look at the old shows we used to watch back when they were good. So, um, okay, and then... Quick quotes and fast facts. Okay. Want to hear a good one? Okay. Today's quote. By Mark Twain. Prosperity is the best protector of principle. That's deep. Let's think about that. Wow. That's Mark Twain. Um. And fast facts. Um. Didn't have that one prepared. Way to go. Um, okay. Whatever. Do so you know what time it is now? Next segment. That's right. Skyscraper. You have no idea why I call it that. This is why I read a segment of a story, like a paragraph. Whose story? That's right, mine. Why mine? Why my poems and my stories? Because it's my freaking show. Um, and I can read what I want, and so I'm going to read my stuff so you get to listen to what I write. And I'm going to start with a story called, what is it? After the Fat Man. Detective story. Short story, but I'm not reading the whole thing, probably just a paragraph. And this one, character, the main character of the detective, his name is Johnny Manton. Which you'll find out anyway. Okay. Okay. This one's called After the Fat Man, Chapter One. I took a drink of the brandy and put the lid back on. My frail was away on vacation. The Bahamas, I think. She wasn't a steady frail, just an extra. When the others weren't around... I was sitting at my desk, a cigarette in one hand, and with the other, writing a short story. My secretary, Leslie, was off for the day, and another one of my dames, Gloria, was on my lap, watching me write. Climb down, baby, you're crowding me, I told her. Aw, but I want to watch you write. Some other time, I'm thinking, why don't you go get yourself something to eat? I handed her a fiver, and she left immediately. I started back to my story. It was a murder mystery, you know, one of those butler-did-it kind of stories. I'd been working on it for about three months now, and I'd finally got to the climax of the story. I had about two weeks left of writing to do, so I was glad it was coming to an end. The phone rang. I picked it up. It was Jamie, another one of my tomatoes. Hey, honey, she said in a loud tone. Okay, I just read that wrong. Um, hey, doll, I returned. I thought I told you not to call me at work. I'm sorry, Johnny, but there's a movie playing tonight, and I wanted to go. Well, go. I hung up. She was the dame I only went with when I wasn't working. The other women were for while I was on the clock. Life was rough lately, and I didn't have time for the movies. It was almost getting to the point where I didn't have time for the women, but I worked my schedule around the frills. As far as formalities go, I usually skip 'em. but if you want formalities, okay. My name's Johnny, Johnny Manton. If you hadn't guessed, I'm a PI. I like women, and I'm always available for more. My bureau is located downtown, New York. It's a swank pile five miles from my pad. Convenience is a plus in this racket. I like the nightlife. It's a time for all things, love, crime, and just plain living. My shrews gab the nights away, but I'm out to watch people. You never know when you'll run into a loamy dame, and a case that pays well is always helpful. I was at the top drawer, a casino just outside of the city. A lot of the opulent crowd held a place at the crap tables every night. I'd watch them, but I wasn't one to play, or pay, whichever way you look at it. Some of them made their living at the casino, and they did a pretty good job at it, too. Max Steinholden, a millionaire from Idaho, was a devoted gambler. He made a little over 200 grand in one night. I saw it happen. I did okay for myself. 80 G's a year on a case, uh, on casework ain't too bad. I had a nice place over on Staten Island. Or Staten Island. A twenty story apartment. Mine had five rooms. Uh, and it was only four hundred fifty dollars a month. Not bad. I had two cars, one for work and the other for my free time. My work car was a forty five Buick, blue with leather interior. The other machine was a forty three Dodge, black. I kept my machines in good shape. Occasional bullet hole from a chase didn't cost a whole lot to fix. So I'm at the top drawer, right? And in walks Rose Lindret, a dame with all the right ideas, and with plenty of the needful, too. She was walking my way. I straightened myself up, slicked my hair back, and stood to my feet. Good evening, Miss Lindret, I said in the polite way. Good evening. I don't believe we've met. You believe right. The name's Manton. Johnny Manton, P.I. I saw her look back across her shoulder at one of the goons that watched out for her, her bodyguard. P.I., huh? Well, I'll be sure to watch my step. A dame like you shouldn't have a reason to watch out. A dame like you should be innocent of anything. You take too much for granted, Mr. Manton. See you around, Miss Lindert. With that, I walked off. I was through with my drink, through with the top drawer, through with her. She was a bright dame, knew her way around in life. But I knew her a little better. Well, you know what it means now. Yeah, that segment's over. What's the next one? Okay, next one. That's right, this segment is The Grub Worm. The part of the show where we talk about Garden facts, news, etc Okay, check this out There's a quick fact about Ants Ants by the pound It takes 500,000 Sugar ants To equal one pound That's a lot of ants For a little weight if you weigh all the ants on Earth, they will weigh more than all the humans on Earth. That's a lot of freaking ants. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, okay, well that's a garden fact. suppose I could put, you know, more on here, but... It's probably next time. Probably do that next time, you know. Okay, I'll put one more on here. Here's another fact about an ant. In Africa, a hungry ant can enter an elephant's ear and eat them from the inside out. A number of elephants every year fall prey to ants. Deadly little buggers. Hmm. Whatever. Okay, and I realized that earlier, um, yeah, earlier I was talking about the skyscraper, and I never explained why, because there are a lot of stories in a tall building lot of stories in a skyscraper um stories get it story time i read my stories and what we do is read a whole lot until we've made a whole skyscraper and i also realized that earlier i never did uh facts when i did uh quick quotes and fast facts so let me get you an interesting fact here how rock groups got their names uh the beatles all the beatles were fans of buddy holly and the crickets and so john decided to call his band the beatles spelled b-e-e-t-l-e-s then he changed it to the beatles as they were a beat band does that make sense do you know good okay so that takes care of quick quotes and fast facts, and then also I explain my skyscraper, and we've already done the grub worm. I'm sure I'll have more for that grub worm thing later on, because, you know, two facts about ants isn't necessarily garden facts, but, well, it is, but it's not like what you're after, I'm sure. Yeah, and don't think by any means that I know anything about gardening, because I don't. Um, Mowing yards, yeah gardening no I get my facts from online or books or from my own uh, uh, you know experience like never lay down in an ant pile cause you get bitten that's from experience um okay that's the end of the growworm section okay I think we've reached the end of the show I hope you guys enjoyed this hope it was informative um it's not really wasn't really deep but you know i kind of just touch on subjects here and there just kind of go over them a little bit hope you enjoy the stories and the poems um or the story and the poem and you know odd facts here and there a little bit news just kind of a brief thing i don't want to like focus on one thing all the time and just a little bit of everything anyway i hope you guys enjoyed it make sure you Subscribe to my podcast and continue to download them. Make sure you share them with your friends and have them get them as well. Okay, that's about it. Y'all have a good week. You've just been in the lion's den. Thanks for listening. Come again next time. Ow, you know that really hurts.